When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello and welcome to the post-game podcast to reflect on a frustrating night for Everton. The Blues had to settle for a 1-1 draw at home to Newcastle United on Wednesday evening. The result was enough to move Marco Silva's side back up to six in the Premier League table. But with everyone desperate to put the devastating Merseyside derby defeat behind them, it felt like two points dropped. This podcast starts with the considered thoughts of our Everton FC correspondent Phil Kirkbride and our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones, before it ends with the full audio from Blues boss Silver's press conference. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Uh, evening everybody, uh, Everton won, Newcastle won, it was a uh, tired finish to a rather draining few days wasn't it, um, a positive and encouraging first half performance had been pierced by an opening goal from Newcastle which came out of the blue, contentious in the fact that Adam Luckman was fouled in the build up but no excuse for the defending that Everton showed which allowed Solomon Rondon to tap in at the back post. Everton responded well and finally got an equaliser through Charleston seven minutes before half-time, but then failed to build that, on that momentum first in the remaining minutes of the, of the first half. And Jenk Tosin tonight will be in bed wondering how he did not score. He should have scored, and Michael Silva was certainly ruined that opportunity to go 2-1 ahead and, you know, a big opportunity for the player himself who was given a first league start since September. You wouldn't bank on him getting too many more after his performance tonight where he toiled somewhat. And then in the, in the second half, that sense of momentum wasn't carried out onto the pitch. Everton was sluggish and they did look tired, tired legs, tired minds. And it felt as though perhaps the draining and shattering experience of Anfield sort of caught up with them as they plugged away, but could have plugged away all night. They could still be playing out there now and they still wouldn't score. Uh, so a difficult, frustrating end to a difficult and frustrating few days you could say um, the team looks like it just needs to take a breather now obviously don't play again until Monday which is in many ways ideal I think Marco will really sort of value the opportunity to give his, some of his players some rest time in the build before they start really focusing on the visit of Watford here on Monday night The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Frustration was probably the key word that come out of this one forever. And uh, Newcastle set up, well, from what I can gather, is is pretty similar to the way Cardiff set up. You know, just a back five, quite happy to sit back and try and soak off the pressure, and then hit Everton on the counter. Obviously, they created a lot more chances than Cardiff, and I think that was primarily down to the fact that they had so much more pace going forwards, you know, DeAndre Yedlin was getting forward as much as he could from wing-back, uh, Christian Atsu always seemed to be a thorn in the side, uh, Jacob Murphy when he was on the pitch as well, uh, was very creative and he ultimately set off Newcastle's goal, but in terms of Everton it was just a little bit lacklustre, again it comes back to that issue that I've been saying for the last couple of weeks really, the, the 
in the attacking third, it just doesn't seem to be clicking for Everton at the minute. Um, Silver obviously tried to change it up a little bit today. Brought in Cenk Tosin, moving Richarlison back out to the left, which is what a lot of people wanted to see. Uh, brought in Adam Ola-Luckman, which obviously a lot of people wanted to see. But both Luckman and Tosin just didn't really take their opportunity today. Tosin especially, I think. He just he, he just didn't seem to fit into the system today. He was a lot more static, stayed very central. He's very different to Richarlison in the way he plays up front because he, he does just stay in that central. He doesn't really try to uh, run the channels at, at all. So I'm not really sure whether that works in a Marco Silva system. Perhaps I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin probably seems a little bit better suited to that. And Tosin, he, he just didn't get... I think he had one opportunity which brought a really good save from Dubravka uh, when uh, Dean put a great cross in uh, four yards out <laughs> maybe he can do better but you know you can't you can't account for such a good save from Dubravka in that sort of situation um, and that was essentially really as good as it got for Everton apart from the goal obviously and <laughs> it it, it frustration is I just keep going back to it frustration is really a key word especially you know coming off what was a really disappointing uh, result in the derby you know you really expect them to try and bounce back against sides like Newcastle who let's be honest they're going to be fighting down at the bottom ends of the table this season they're not exactly a great side but they've came here with a plan today and it's worked out for them so you know how does Marco Silva change it going into the Watford game? I think he's got to make attacking changes again. I'm not sure what they're going to be, but there's there's something missing up there. Maybe that needs to be addressed in January. You now I've seen a few people saying it. You know we need a striker in January. Obviously the January window is quite tough to for one get value and for two actually bring in the kind of quality players that you want. Of course, our last two strikers that we signed in January were Umar Nias and Cenk Tosun. So. You know, the, we might struggle to get a, the quality that we really need in January, but I think it's something that does need to be looked at now. The other end of the pitch, by the way, just quickly to mention, Kurt Zuma came back into the defence and it just looked like he'd never been away. Uh, Michael Keane got a well-deserved rest today. I think he's had a fantastic season. And, uh, yeah, he, he deserves a little bit of time on the sidelines. Uh, but does he come straight back into the team for Watford? You know... Silva's got three really informed defend uh, centre backs now. Like, how does he, how does he try and incorporate them into the side? You know, does does Yerimina drop out? Does Kate Zuma instantly drop back out? Even despite him being very very good today, it's a decision that I wouldn't want to make. So I don't envy Marco Silva at all going into that Watford game. So it would be really interesting to see how he does line up in that sense. And obviously. Up at the uh, up at the other end of the pitch as well, you know, there's obviously some problem, different kind of problems up front there. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Silva does for that game. Uh, one place he doesn't need changes is it's centre midfield because Andre Gomez yet again was just head and shoulders above everyone else. He just looks on a different level. Like even to his teammates, I think if his if his teammates were anywhere near on his sort of wavelength, then Everton would be creating a lot more chances as it is just seems that Gomez is out on his own a little bit you know he's almost playing with his slippers on in the middle of the pitch there like he's he is he just looks so so comfortable in the Premier League and as the, as the games go by it just looks more and more important that Everton need to sign him in January but all in all it's a it's a frustrating performance and 
you know, a little bit, a little bit of a slam back down to earth after what was, you know, a really good run of form before the derby. Let's let's hope that Everton just put these couple of results behind them. Don't let this affect the game against Watford. Go out there and get back on track. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Marco, any, um, any sort of complaints about Newcastle's goal seems to be following the build-up on Luckman. Uh, evening. Yes, it's full. It's full. If not two, at least one is, is full. Um, of course, it's not an excuse for us because even with that moment, we should, dif- should do different um, in our reaction and after in our box because we... Uh, but it's true, the referee didn't give in that moment uh, the normal fall in that in that uh, in that moment with the, with the Lukman. Uh, but talking about the goal, uh, is one moment we have to to do different, um, like we reacted, and after we have to defend in different uh, that cross because we uh, we are we were in that moment two against one in the box and we have all the conditions to do different and to defend in a different way. I think it's a normal situation in in him, his quality as well. Um, talk about him, I didn't, I didn't see nothing different than the, the previous game at home or even away. I understand your attention on him this this evening, uh, but for me he's, uh, he's normal with his quality and uh, like he performed and like he he helped the team uh, again. Nothing, nothing new. Marco, you gave uh, Luckman and, and Tosin the opportunities tonight, and there's been a bit of a clamour for them to get their opportunities. But do you think they they took the opportunity? Okay, um, I told you um, since the first day. Of course, they Luckman is showing to me every every time. And when he came in on the games as well, he deserved the, 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 the chance. Um, not because uh, Theo or Bernard they don't uh, perform as well as well as well. It's nothing because that is uh, we played two days ago or three days ago a tough tough match, intense match as well. And I did three changes. Um, I could do more, even more, uh, because I told I think the second half our players and our team we. I felt some of them a little bit more tired than normal the second half. Um, it is a normal situation when we play Sunday and after we play Wednesday as well. About Lukman, he performed like I like I expected. Of course, he had a good moment. Uh, the others not so good, like the team. He cannot play alone. And Schenk was the same. Um, he worked with the team. He had a, a fantastic chance in an important moment for us two or three minutes before the half-time to score the 2-1. Of course, if that moment we scored, the game will be different. Uh, for sure, our opponent will come to play in a different way because they came here with uh, one thing in their mind, to play in our mistake, uh, to, to keep the stronger defensive organization there with nine, ten players always behind the ball around their box as well. Um, and they achieve what, what they want. And to talk about the match, the first half we performed better, we were better. Second half, not, not so well. Even the goal we considered the first half, you react well. We create sh- not big number, but enough chance to 
to score the, the second goal. We scored one, the, the first with Richards, and after we had the chance to score with Schenk. One more big chance, if I can remember the Gilfi as well. Second half, no, uh, more slow, a um, little bit anxious as well. Our, our, our players more tired as well, and you didn't create enough chance in the second half to, to change the result for us. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.